Hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. Um, at this point, um, there are only going to be three more episodes after this um, for the second season. The second season is coming to a close, and for today's episode, um, I'm sitting down with Tina again. Now, Tina is... She has um, a strangely unique background. Um, she's a Microsoft certified systems engineer. She has a background, a strong background in finance. She was a realtor. She sold cars. Uh, she sold insurance. She sold investments. Everything that she's done, it's brought her to what she does today, which is helping people prepare for the worst, helping people to be prepared for something that they hope will never happen. All in all, that would be concerned, all in all, that would be considered emergency preparedness. Now, Tina has a, um, Tina is the developer of an app called Your Backup Plan. She also does a podcast um, with the same name, and all of it is to basically have you prepared, um, you know, to have you prepared, to have you ready um, when that very thing that you hope never happens in the back of your mind, when it does happen. You know, this is about um, emergency preparedness. So let's jump into it. In, in terms of in terms of just us regular people, you know, what would you say? Um, you know, or what would you say are some things that you know us regular people can do to best prepare for something something terrible? Well, I think. The hard part of, of the whole picture is that we don't want to think of something terrible. Mm -hmm. But if we could think of it in the way that we're being better prepared for ourselves, as well as those that love us, you can look at it in a different way. And so the will, the power of attorney and the living will are pretty much top of the list to have done. And the second kind of things to have done is getting, you know, think of if you had a five minute evacuation, what are the kinds of things that you would need to grab? And those are the, the kinds of things that I help you get organized. I help you get organized. I help you get it prepared so that if you ever had to, or that you wanted to know where the stuff is, because I've had so many clients that say, to their, you know, younger children. Uh, I had a client on one of my podcasts uh, at the very beginning about last year, and she's in her 30s and her dad passed away at 59 in a car accident, having a heart attack. And he had always told her, everything's all organized, it's in my filing cabinet. And it wasn't, there was nothing there. And she paid somebody to open up the safe and there was Home Depot flyers in the safe. But she eventually did find his will. It was on the top of a garbage can after two or three weeks of searching the house. 
So my goal is to get better people better prepared for whatever might come their way and to enable them to feel empowered and understand why people say, well, I have a life insurance policy. I'm good. What kind of life insurance policy do you have? How do you know it's good? How do you know when does it end? Does the payments go up? Can you keep it for life? Do you want it for life? All of those kinds of things, I help you. I've created a platform with your backup plan that's coming out soon that's going to be launching. And it just takes you through. There's 12 modules. And it takes you through each one. You can do one. You can do all 12. It's up to you. But it helps you become better educated through a library of videos and worksheets of learning to know what does my house insurance policy what does it mean? What do I have? So that you you have a better understanding of what you should ask your person that you're getting your policy from. What kinds of questions do I have at work? What do I have at work? Understand that. Don't wait till you get disabled to find out that your policy gives you, you know, $500 a month instead of $2,500 that you thought you were going to get. Right. Right. So it's it's all of those kinds of things. And uh, I talk about in the 12th module, the fun part, where it's something that you can think of on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a monthly basis or a yearly basis. But it's called the treasure box. And it's all those things that you can leave as a legacy for people that you love. What would you like to tell your grandchildren? What would your grandchildren and their great-grandchildren and their great-grandchildren want to know about you? What kind of, what did your handwriting look like? Did you write poetry? Did you write stories? Do you play music? Do you write songs? Do you like recipes and food? There's something about everybody that you could put into this treasure box and I want everybody to think about those kinds of things because it's you're not thinking about dying. You're thinking about, oh, I should put that in there because my family really liked that recipe. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, also, um, I believe you I believe you've mentioned that you are a financial expert as well. What is it what you know, what is it about finance that initially interested you? Um, what interested you there? Um, I went into financial world after I did my Microsoft Certified Systems Engineer only because it brought me to the point where I would go in every year for income tax season and buy some mutual funds because it would help your income, you, you know, the amount of income tax you'd pay. And I'd go in and it would be all very formal and professional and It'd be a man behind a desk and he'd have a suit and tie on. And I think I'm, I'm giving you a picture, painting a picture here for you. And he would put a piece of paper down in front of me and say, here you go. Um, how much did you want to put into it? And just sign here. I didn't know what I was signing for. I didn't know what I was getting. I didn't was never given an option of all the things that were out there and how they felt about it. Uh, I mean, there's millions of funds. And I thought to myself, I want to be different than that. I want to make you feel comfortable. 
I want you to think that I'm just like you. I want you, if you don't know very much about investments, I want you to become more aware of all the things and options that you have, just like life insurance. And that's really what brought me to the financial world is just by better educating people to what it is they have. Because you always forget, if you don't really understand it, you will forget. You might remember at the moment when they tell you, but two or three years later, you forget what, gosh, I sat with people and said, when was their last surgery? And they can't even remember that. So you forget and you're not really sure. And, you know, you might buy a life insurance policy that's 10 years old and 10 years comes and goes and, and then you get a big, huge increase and you didn't, you didn't realize that that's what that picture was going to look like. I do want to keep it, but I don't want to pay that kind of price. <laughs> right. So I better educate you to understand what you have so that you can ask the right questions. You can decide for yourself what it is that you want and understand it. And um, yeah, so that's what uh, the modules definitely help you out with that. Uh, I have interviews on there and worksheets and, and the big thing about having investments and having someone in your world that has your back in the financial world might all be nice and hunky dory, but you really truly have to know that your family knows where your stuff is because unclaimed money is increasing every day in all of our countries because family doesn't know once you die where your stuff is, where your bank accounts are, where your investments are. Um, even sometimes I ask some people and they'll say, you know, I've banked at, you know, two or three places and my wife doesn't even know we still have that other bank account. Hmm. So it's, it's those kinds of things is to be better prepared. And I help you manage that to make it easy for you okay. to do that. So, yeah. Okay. Um, well, all right. So, I mean, I mean, that's very interesting in and of itself, but um, are there, are there any um, key initiatives that come to your mind, um, you know, locally um, or, or even outside of your immediate area um, that can help people in terms of, you know, emergency preparedness? That's a good question because there really isn't a lot out there. And why I say that is because when I spent some time in Florida, their actual hurricane preparedness is very, very well done because they've been used to it. They've been doing it, you know, a few times a year, possibly. So they're very, very good at, at being prepared for that. But there's many instances where we're not prepared. And I don't think United States and Canada were prepared at all. There was no country that was prepared for COVID. Right. Um, and, it, and it had a huge impact on all of our lives. We, there's some of us that have lost friends, have lost family members, and we weren't even able to be with them like we could be in the normal world. So um, 
there's emergency kits that you should definitely do and they're all online. Um, they're in my app as well and in my, my course. Um, but there are, there is that and be better prepared with getting your will and power of attorney and living will done as well. Um, having someone else have your key for your home and your social media access, you know, people have to go through possibly a court order to have access to your social media accounts to, to have access to it when something happens to you. So it's good to have those kinds of passwords and logins given to someone else so that they can access your account if something happened to you. Because they say in your, uh, in 100 years from now, there'll be 100 billion people that are going to be dead on Facebook. Their accounts are dead, mm. but they're still there. Okay. So it's important to have someone be able to access your accounts when uh, maybe you have a blog, maybe you have a website, maybe you have other income streams that coming from something. You need to be better prepared to where do what do you want to have happen with that? Uh, where do you want to give it to another family member to continue it? Do you want to have that stream of income? going to your family. So you need to think about what if something happened to you and you're not here tomorrow or you're second in a hospital bed. Hmm. Okay. You know, you, you kind of, um, you kind of already went into my next question, which was going to be about COVID. Um, you know, obviously it's had, um, an incredible effect, uh, not just on America not just on Canada, but, um, all over the all over the world, um, you know. I think um, here in America, um, you know, things are beginning to um, open back up little by little. But um, you know, there are plenty of other parts of the world that are still in lockdown. Um, but um, you know, aside, aside from that, um, would you? I mean, are, would you say that there are are there any other um, special initiatives underway that you'd like to mention, or um, if you could even talk more about um, more about the more about the app or um, the book, um, you know, please. Sure, thank you, thanks, Tyrone. Mm -hmm. um, I wrote the story after my car accident I had uh, four years ago, called "In the Blink of an Eye," and yes, things happen, listeners. In the blink of an eye, it's literally that quick. I got hit head on and I'm very blessed and grateful that I'm here today to tell you all that that's the first thing you think of when something happens. Am, am I still in one piece? Am I still okay? And it takes you to that point in your life where you have to really realize that if I can say it, crap happens, you know, um, Things happen to us all in some shape or form, and we don't have to make this difficult. We can actually have things prepared. It's just people don't know what to prepare. So, for example, in COVID, there's, there was so many people that died during COVID that 
didn't have funeral arrangements or the family didn't know what they wanted to have happen. Even those little discussions with your family members can make a huge difference so that that stress isn't left on them or families fighting and arguing because they, oh, she would have wanted this. No, she wanted this. No, I think she wanted that. You know, all of that kind of stuff. So um, I think these discussions we can have uh, once a year to talk about with each other, those kinds of things so that we it's not all put on our shoulders at the time. And it doesn't, you know, we have enough grief and enough worry sometimes to put the pieces back together that we don't need to worry about the stress as well of, of what do they want? Because it eats at you. It just eats at you if you don't know. Um, because you're never really sure. Well, did they? Did they want that? What kind of dress did she want to wear? Or did she want to be cremated? Did she want to be buried? Um, or if they're in the hospital and do they want to come home? Or do they want to stay and get better? Or do they want the oxygen still on them? You know, the, there's big questions to be worried about um, that we don't realize until we're involved in the situation ourselves. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, I think that happens to too many of us. We get so caught up in our own lives. And I, I think. Unfortunately, we don't spend enough time um, at least preparing for, you know, what could, what could come, you know, and, and not even, not even so much, you don't even necessarily have to dwell on it, but, you know, at least take, um, take action, take some time, um, you know, take, take time, take action, take effort to prepare yeah. yourself. And, you know, you can probably save yourself from, um, a lot of problems, a lot of issues um, in the future that, you know, could be a very high price to pay. But Well, uh, especially, uh, you know, when you look at that condo collapse in Miami, you know, you have to ask, you have to ask God, why, why did that happen at 1.30 in the morning? Why didn't it happen in the daytime when there was hardly anybody home? Hmm. You, there's there's so many questions that you have for the world. You know, why did I, why was I told that I had a stroke? Or why did that car accident happen? And luckily, if you're asking yourself after the question, I guess we're all here to still realize it. So that's a good thing. But at the same time, you know, last night I was telling you before the show, Tyrone, about a city in British Columbia, Canada, that just lost the whole town. The fire started nearby, but it got some wind and took it. And within an evening, within, you know, say two o'clock in the afternoon until eight o'clock at night, the town disappeared. It got burned down. There was people that took 15 minutes to get evacuated, to get to leave their house. And the one man on TV said he was given, you know, he had 15 minutes and by 15 minutes, it was already 
less than a half a block. The fire was a half a block away from his house. So it's those moments where, you know, you just grab, grab your water, grab your pets, you grab your whatever. You don't even, you don't have time to think. And so that's, that's what I want to help people get better prepared for to make it their life a little bit easier. Understood. Um, That's, that's awesome. Um, Well, you know, thank you very much, Tina. Um, That's about, um, that's about all I had for you today. Um, I want to really thank you for your time and uh, taking the time to sit down with me. Well, thanks, Tyrone. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to your listeners. I I really appreciate um, every moment that I get to speak about it, because I think it's so, so very important right now. Absolutely. All right. So that is all for this episode um, with Tina and, you know, our talk on emergency preparedness. If you would like to check out um, Tina's app, Your Backup Plan, um, there is a link in the show notes. Feel free to take a look. Um, If you'd like to uh, give her podcast a listen, there is also a link in the show notes for that. Um, Feel free to check it out. Aside from that, um, I have nothing else. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. And see you next time.